Welcome to My Orgasmic Life Podcast, a show that where we talk about sex, love, relationships, and kink. And of course, my favorite part, I share with you my very graphic, very juicy, and always entertaining orgasmic life. I'm Gaia Morissette, your hostess, and your holistic sexual wellness specialist, your trauma healer, your BDSM expert, and of course, your pro dominatrix. Mm. <laughs> the show was inspired to inspire you to support your orgasmic living. Remember, always check the content warning before you listen and make sure you're listening where no one else can hear it because you never, ever know what I'm going to say because I always come with an explicit graphic content warning. <laughs> now, strap in and enjoy the show. recorded. So welcome to another fantastic episode on my orgasmic life podcast. And we are doing our one of our favorite series, which is the adventures of a new pro dominatrix. And we have our new pro dominatrix with us, Madame K. Welcome, Madame K. Back to the show. <laughs> Hello. Mwah. Okay. So um, I want to say um, we left off on your training. In the last episode, we talked about your training in Ontario. And then you come back home. So today we're going to talk about your adventures of coming back home into your little community and the struggles and the adventures of how you're now pro-dominatrix and what happens next. <laughs> okay uh well so i i come back home uh with new energy and new education and feeling really proud of myself because i learned the art of surrendering yay yay <laughs> uh, which has always been like a, a goal of mine um and it's this aspects of surrendering that has always been a goal of mine, which is like the eternal peace. Mm -hmm. um, I've always been craving this internal peace where it's just like quiet. Mm -hmm. So um, that was very exciting. And I brought that back and um, yeah, just continually just being in that space of letting go and honing my craft and still listening to the podcasts and then getting onto um, some different uh, courses that you had sent me going, Hey, this is your next for training. <laughs> yeah. Cause we want you well-trained. <laughs> it's all about yes. training, 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 baby. Training, training, training. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and to, to, to stay in it and stay fresh and, um, yeah, just having this new mindset because, um, not being used to living this way, um, I've had, it's like, um, it's like a habit. It's like any habit that you're going to start. It's like, you got to be continuously in it to make it natural. So, um, the courses coming back and listening to the podcast have really um, kept me in that momentum. And that's mm -hmm. been great. 
Uh, my first. Um, hey, hold on. Before I, I want, I wanted to ask. So, how did your like people? So you you've come back as a new being. Like you left as a person that had never really truly found inner peace. And then nope. you come back as this person who have found inner peace. So how does the people around you who normally have the way that they've interact with you now you're into or start interacting with you? Do they interact with you differently? The same? Like what, what happens when you, you start to interact with your peeps? Um, I started interacting with them cautiously. Okay. Uh, and the reason for that is because I am in a small community about, um, 12 to 15,000, depending on the time of year. Mm -hmm. So I've lived here since 92, mm -hmm. 30 years, mm -hmm. took a year off because I lived in Vancouver, mm -hmm. but yeah, uh, I know everybody and everybody knows me. Mm -hmm. So what I started talking about, oh, so what did you do in the summer was the first question. Well, <laughs> I went for training. Oh, what kind of training? That's what I started introducing myself as a sexual wellness professional. Mm -hmm. um, because it would be a little bit more softer language than yes. saying, well, I went for a probe dominatrix training in, in July uh, with my very best friend. And yeah. So instead of ripping the bandaid off, I was like, oh, let's do this gently. And then if people are curious, then they can ask me and then I can say to them, are you sure you really want to know? Yeah. I now come with a content warning. <laughs> Welcome to the world of coming with a content warning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to be here. <laughs> so how do people respond? Like what were your, what was the, the response? Cause you know, we want to be honest about the, the journey here. Right. So there's totally, yeah. Uh, a lot of it was like, oh, that's great. And there, and it made me chuckle because I don't, I think that was a nervous response of, oh, that's great. I really have no idea what you do. <laughs> And I'm, not you sure, and I'm not sure if I want to ask any more questions. Exactly. <laughs> it's like going into a room for the first time and looking where the exits are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I'd be like, if you're interested in that, always, always ask me. Oh, no, I, I think I've got it, which was a lot of the responses, which means they don't want to ask. Yeah. <laughs> and that's because okay. Because they, they know, and that's okay because they know the answer. So to hear it confirmed might internally explode their brain. So exactly. <laughs> so it, it's people do know what we do. It's how they, how they react to us and how we how they deal with us, which is very interesting. Um, so I've talked to a couple of my um, people and one of them that was very interesting um, because I was working at a um, job mm -hmm. 
that is not BDSM related yes. at the time. <laughs> and uh, one of my friends who was also on one of the boards that I was on, I was on many boards, mm-hmm. um, had asked me, so what kind of training was this that you've done? And I'm curious um, as to why you're, like you said, and back in the springtime, um, so let me backtrack. Before I went out to Ontario, I had to get off of the three different boards that I was on, mm-hmm. community boards. Yeah. Um, I was, they're all community-based. Um, and to be, let's be honest, the majority of these people on these ki- committees are not among the kink world. Yeah, and so, you want to be, and you didn't want any conflict. Like you didn't want. I didn't be want any conflict. conflict. You didn't uh, want to have anybody have any feelings or triggers or freaking out or all things. Yeah, so I did my due diligence and looking at the boards that I was on and going, okay, my new life does not match um, the boards that I'm on, so I need to come off of those. And I started doing that by telling them, um, it's going to be a conflict of interest. Mm-hmm. which it totally is. Yeah. And they were like, Oh, well, why would it be a conflict of interest? Well, because I'm going to be dealing with individuals to support them in their sexuality. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of the people that I talked to were like, well, that's okay. You could stay on the boards that you are. And I'm like, you are comfortable with that, but there may be one person that's not. And I don't want to go down that road of conflict. Exactly. It's something that I would like to avoid because not everybody's going to be comfortable with what I do. And that's okay. That that's their stuff and that's fine. And that was an so, important, that was a very hmm. important piece of making the transition from your uh, vanilla world life yep. um, to this new life of being a pro dominatrix and helping people with their sexuality and self-acceptance and this new realm and this new world. And I, I mean, I remember when I switched over and I owned a pottery and teaching drumming studio. And when I switched over, um, I learned a lot of things, which I passed on so that you didn't have to go through the, the, the chaos and the drama and the, the freaking out and all the kind of stuff, um, the backlash basically, because that's the thing is that sometimes people are really uncomfortable with what we do. And that uncomfortableness really triggers within them a feeling of unsafety. And when people feel unsafe, they do a lot of attacking. And so that was why it was so important for you to make that transition in the way that you did. And, 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 you know, I'm sharing that because if, you know, if you're considering changing your career, changing your life, which is awesome, by the way, we want you to come change your career and come join us in creating this beautiful consensual world domination um, empire. But it's important to like, know all the facts that you're getting into and the the pieces you're gaining a lot, but there are some things that you have to release from your old life. Yeah. You're going, you're going to lose um, some aspects of your old life and you may even lose friends and family members. Yeah. That is a big reality. Um, 
because they've looked at you in a certain light for so long, because you've been that person for so long and secretly I was kinky. I was kinky before I became a pro dominatrix, but I never divulged that side of me because of the non kinky uh, jobs that I had done throughout my life. Mm -hmm. Right. It was, it was, I wasn't all in it. So therefore that's one aspect of my life that I didn't want to share. Yeah. So for me, it's not a surprise for other people that knew I was kind of kinky was not a surprise for those that had no idea were like, wow, shock. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But you got some really great responses too. Like, oh my god, some, yeah, so, I got some so many, so many like cheerleaders and like excited yeah. and yeah. And one of them was uh, one of my fellow board members on uh, one of the boards, and uh, she's you go through the pro education of her own. Um, to and she, we were working at the same um, company at the at the time, and and so she's like, I'm curious, like. What is it that you're going to be doing soon that you can't be part of our board anymore? And all I said to her is she says, can I guess? I said, sure. And she said, so is it an authoritative position? I went, yes. Yes. And she looked at me and I just said, consent. And she went, oh, and she put her hand over her mouth so no one else could see in the staff room. You're becoming a pro dominatrix. And I went, yes. And she goes, that's awesome. Nice. <laughs> and everybody turned to her and went, oh, that was a little loud. I'm like, no, that's great. <laughs> so, so let's talk about, okay, that's great. So let's talk about trying to first, like, yeah, who? Yeah, it's your face. Woohoo. So let's talk about the journey of trying to find the space. Oh, God. Oh, boy. I knew from the beginning when you had um, invited me to become a pro dominatrix mm -hmm. and do this as a profession because it's innately ingrained into my DNA <laughs> that um, the hardest part would be to find a place. Yeah. And it has a lot to do with, and this is the journey that I've, I've discovered. So I get home. <laughs> um, and first of all, I get home and I haven't worn a bra since I've been in Ontario, number one. That is the first thing that I did when I got home was I threw out all my bras. Nice. Except for my, my exercise bras because, you know, logistically, uh, I need that for support. Mm -hmm. But an every day-to-day -day basis, now nah, I'm complete commando. I was commando waist down forever. Um, coming back from Ontario, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not putting on another bra as long as I live. I don't care. <laughs> So that was my first freedom. Whoop. Nice. <laughs> uh, so I started moving in, in, I started moving that way when I got home. Like it was that freedom. Yes. And 
that was very symbolic for me that if I put back on a bra every day, that I was going to feel restricted. Mm -hmm. I was going to feel like I was in my old life and I didn't want to be in my old life anymore. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be in this new life that I discovered, Mm -hmm. which has given me my inner peace that I've been craving forever. Yeah. So I go start the search for my place, Mm -hmm. going for the hunt. So I go down to um, a local uh, properties management outfit Mm -hmm. and I walk in and I have my business cards and which are very cute. (laughs) I love the design. (laughs) And I had, uh, I said, I am starting a new clinic in town and I need a space that can provide a a bathroom for my clientele when they're done. And he's like, Oh, well, we really don't, rent the apartments for, you know, business type. And I'm curious because I'm looking at your card and what is it that you do? Oh, I'm a sexual wellness profession. Mm -hmm. And what are you going to be doing in the space? I'm going to be supporting those with their chosen sexuality to help them feel safe and, and comfortable and at peace in their own skin. He's like, oh, well, that's cool. Oh, that's great okay, I've got two places. I'm like, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I gave him all my, he got all my information. We set up a time to go look at the two spaces. Um, there was a one bedroom and a two bedroom. I looked at uh, the two bedroom. It was cramped. I'm like, nope, this doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, let's go to the one bedroom. I go down to the one bedroom it's an open space. I immediately like, Oh yeah, this, this will work for me. Mm-hmm. And, but it's furnished. So I asked him, I said, is there any way that we can pull some of this furniture out of here? Cause I don't need all of it. Um, and he says, okay, I'm, I'm really curious as to know, like, what is a sexual wellness professional? You did explain it to me at the office, but what is it that you actually do? And I said, do you really want to know the details? <laughs> he says, yes. I said, are you sure? That's the second warning. <laughs> Cause I come with a content warning. <laughs> He's like, yes. I said, okay, I'm a pro dominatrix mm-hmm. and I'm going to use the space to help my clientele with their chosen sexuality preferences so that they can live uh, a supportive, healthy life without shame and guilt. Oh, so you don't need all this furniture. I said, no, I'll I'll probably use the couch. I said, the bedroom will be, he says, you don't need the bed. And I said, no, I don't need the bed. (laughs) So take the bed out. He says, okay. So he says, I said, well, this, he says, is this going to work for you? And I said, yes, I think it will. He says, great. I'll send you the online application that you can fill out and then send it back. And then uh, when would you like to move in? And I said, well, November 1st, uh, I'd like to move in October 1st. Cause then I, you know, I need to, I'm setting up my business and it'll take me about a month and I want to start November 1st. He's like, okay, that's great. That sounds doable. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, he said, do you need, so this furnished bedroom also came with like, um, services, cleaning services. Mm-hmm. I don't need those. Yeah. So I said, I don't need the cleaning services. Um, so it was going to be like, instead of uh, 
$12.95 a month, it was going to be like $11.95. So he was going to drop $100 off the rent. I'm like, great, perfect. He said, until you get your Wi-Fi set up, um, you can use ours. And I said, great. Um, I do the online application. I sent it back. I don't hear anything from him. Mm -hmm. And then I get an email stating that um, my level of income is not high enough for them to rent the apartment to me. And that's true because I just started a, a new job and my income wasn't a full year. So that makes sense. He said, is uh, there any other way that you can get like financing or, you know, somebody? And I said, well, can I, you know, tell you my husband's income, but it's under my name. And that was the email that I sent to him. And he said, sure. I said, great. So I redid the online application. I sent it back. I don't hear anything. I'm kind of anxious and want to control the situation. <laughs> you remind me, let go. So I'm letting go. And then I get an email saying that uh, he's really sorry, but he had forgotten that he had uh, already rented out those two apartments. Mm. And so this and is the beginning. This is the beginning. This is the beginning, beginning of a long list of- Of rejection. <laughs> rejection. <laughs> yes. And how people, triggers are enormous. Yeah. So, um, I had went, okay, fine. In my head, I was thinking bullshit. Yes. And, and there was a big stage of like anger and feeling oh, yeah. and all yeah, the things I was... that need, needed to process through all of that stuff for you to become a, to turn, to come back again, to being a butt breathing turtle. Yes. Yeah. I was angry. I was upset. Yeah. I was yeah. hurt. Yeah. Uh, I was confused. Yeah. Uh, and then I remembered, oh, it's not your shit. It's theirs. Exactly. So I let it go. Yeah. And you continue. And the then, hunt. so I continue the hunt. So I'm on, I go on Kijiji. I sign up on Kijiji. I look at different properties. Uh, I, I, click on one, then no, it's the same outfit that run that ran that one. I can't do that one. There's an, another apartment. No, we don't rent to uh, businesses. The list went on and on and on. Uh, then I get a, I see one of my friends posts that she's wants to rent her house. Yeah. So, but in the meantime, I'm posting kinky lifestyle <laughs> now we're promoting our kinky vacations, vacations. Yes. so i'm so i'm i'm promoting that you've come um, out of the closet yeah i came out of the closet as a pro dominatrix yeah i had said on my post um because it was after my my first podcast is when i came out yeah my first my very first podcast uh was shared to me uh, by you, you said, Oh, your first podcast up. Sweet. I got it. I shared it. Here I am, everybody. I'm a pro dominatrix. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
And that's when the shit hit the fan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So to all those people that kind of knew what I did, now he was a confirmation. And I'm pretty sure that a lot of brains exploded. Yes. Yes. So, so I see the post about my friend. Yes. And I talk to her and she knows what I do. And she gives me a message and she sends and she says how great it is and blah, blah. And then I talked to her about it. And through our conversation, because she has stuff and that's okay. Yeah. She didn't want her house associated with a sex worker. <laughs> yes. Which is what we are. Consensual and ethical and healthy. Yes. And healthy. Yes. Yes. We and need to with safety. With safety. We need to differentiate that there's yeah. a difference between uh, an empowered sex worker and a uh -huh. disempowered sex worker. And so when yeah. we talk about embracing the terminology of being a sex worker, and I'm saying this for anybody who's listening who might be triggered right now because she said the word sex worker. So yeah. there's a huge difference between the disempowered sex worker who's there because they have no other option or they've been forced into it or there's all, all of the shady underbelly that you think of when you hear the word sex worker is when somebody is in a disempowered sex worker. When we're talking, we're in a place of empowerment. We choose this to create this beautiful, safe space for others to feel accepted, to feel appreciated, to explore safely. And I think it's really important that, you know, that, you know, our audience and our listeners know the difference between those things. And so I'd lovingly invite our audience to take a moment and think about that from a new perspective. Mm -hmm. All right. And to see, did that trigger you? Did any, at any point has Madame K triggered you in her explanation or conversation about her journey around awakening her, you know, her true nature, being a pro dominatrix, all that stuff. And if the answer is yes, then I lovingly invite you to, uh, reach out to one of us so that we can have a deeper conversation with you to help you move through that place. Okay. All right. So back to, all right. Yes. She doesn't want to be associated with the, as the house that has the pro dominatrix. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, no. And that, so came up, and that came up quite a bit, actually. That was a, that it, yeah. A, yeah. A, um, that a, became the theme that, that became the theme. Uh, because then I had, you know, other friends going, Carrie, I've got a house to rent. Do you know of anybody that, that would be good to rent that? And I'm like, yeah, me. Yeah. I'd love to rent your place. Oh, okay. Well, let me, and I'll say, yes, go talk to your significant other and then get back to me. Yeah. But you, <laughs> but you basically knew that that was not true. And that was just, totally. the, that was just the nice thing you say. Cause yeah. you're like, where's the exit? <laughs> pretty much because you're triggered as fuck yeah. <laughs> and that's okay so through this process I've actually um developed quite a sense of humor over it and I've actually been entertained and I look forward to okay how squirmish can someone be when I explain to them what I am yeah <laughs> and that's the sadist side of me yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I understand. Yeah, totally. Um, okay, yeah. So, so, but when we have, then we have this like beautiful epiphany. Mm -hmm. You know, you and I are on a call and you're yes. like, you're like beside yourself of like, this is never going to happen, blah, 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 all the things that you're, you know, you've moved out, you're having a moment for good reasons. Yep. And, you know, we're talking and we like lean in and I'm like, okay, so what if you just go to the shady motel in, in town? Cause there's gotta be a shady motel in town and just go and talk to them. And at first there was a lot of resistance to that. And then you're like, fuck it. You're like, all right. And we started brainstorming about all the different possibilities and all the variables. And I remember you starting to be like, okay, I'm now open to allowing it to happen. However, it's going to happen. And I'm not attached to it. Yeah. And then the most beautiful thing happened. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. And then I had said, yeah, I'll, I'm so tempted just to go on Facebook and say, Hey, help me out my room for peeps. And you're like, well, then do it. And I said, well, I've written it and, it and erased it about a half a dozen times. And you're like, I went, fuck it. I'm doing it. And you go right now, as we're talking, yep. I'm on my Facebook page and I'm writing the post. Yeah. Dear Rupert peeps, <laughs> I need your help. Oh, yep. You know what I am? This is yep. what I'm looking for. Can yep. you point me in the right direction? DM me if you have a place. Or DM me if you have a friend that has a place. Thank you for your consideration. Love you. Yes. And then you got this beautiful, overwhelming support. Oh, yes. It was, uh, I got likes. I got messages from uh, my cousin who is in Ontario saying uh, how fucking kick ass of a thing that is. And she's so proud of me. And she can't wait to like follow my my adventures and all the gamut. So I had a family member that accepted me. Yay. Excellent. Others did not. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had friends that said, uh, congratulations, Carrie. Um, I will keep an eye out for you. And then I had, uh, I had three, three messages. Yeah. First was uh, a lady that I'd known for quite a, a long time. Uh, she, we were actually on the same board together that I had discontinued this earlier this year. And she said, I have a place, Carrie, and I think what you're doing is amazing. Would you want to come and see it? And I went, yes. So I went, great, one place, yay. And I, and I celebrated that. Like I went, thank you, universe. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This was a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then that day I got a second message. Yeah. From another person and saying that got, they have a place. And then you got another that person. I might want to, you know, look at. And I'm like, oh my God, I got two. I know. I got two. Within a, not even 12 hours, I got two. So I'm like uber excited. And yep. then I'm like, I well, two, why not three? And that's exactly what I said as I'm driving home. And then as soon as I get home, I get the third message. That's I'm right. Like, yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, the message was, we may have a place for you. How can we support you? Mm -hmm. 
which was a beautiful message. And this message came from a couple um, there. It's, it's coming full circle, but I went to go see their place and uh, they asked me, you know, what my budget was. And I told them and uh, they said, oh, well, it's a five bedroom. And I went, oh, well, my price was seemed a little low. And then they, you know, they phoned me and we had a conversation on the phone. And I said, well, I'm curious, what were you looking to get for that place? And then they told me and I said, well, I, I'm thinking it might work. Mm-hmm. So they had another, like another place that uh, I couldn't see right away because um, the other people were on holidays. And I said, okay. And they said, that'd be more in your budget. And I said, all right, uh, let's wait for the first week of December. So that was the preemptive plan. I get off the phone with the wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, who knows what I do? Yeah. And is fine with it. Beautiful, <laughs> which is very important. Yep. Very important. Um, older couple also, by the way, I want to mention. Mm-hmm. So also very important, um, I think, to mention, because as we, you know, we think about older generations and how um, rigid they are, not all of them are. No, no. And this is one of them, <laughs> which yeah. is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking, you know what? Fuck it. I messaged her and I said, I'm... Uh, I did the numbers. I think I can make that work. Can I come and see your five bedroom? Mm-hmm. And she said, absolutely. Here is my husband's number. Set up a time and a, and a date with him on when you want to see it. And we'll go from there. I said, great. I phoned him up right away. He says, how the hell are you? I said, oh, I'm great. How are you? I said, ah, he said, I'm still fat, short and bald. I'm like, great. <laughs> oh, nothing's changed. And I said, no, perfect. Not even your sense of humor. Nice. <laughs> he goes, what can I do for you, young lady? And I said, I'd like to see your, your place. Can I see that? And he goes, uh, how about today? I said, how about today at 1.30? He says, I think I could, I do. Oh, I might not. And then I hear his wife. Yes, you can. He'll see you at 1.30. <laughs> I'm like, perfect. <laughs> so I went and I looked around and it's a gorgeous place. It's a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. And we were talking and this was a couple that had helped, um, helped out with a, uh, a similar situ- financial situation and it came full circle and he said that he doesn't care what I do he knows me he knows that I'm a um, an amazing business person mm-hmm. and that I will treat his investment with respect mm-hmm. so he's you know and I said well could I also look at your two-bedroom he goes absolutely so Next week, when I get the phone call, I'm going to go look at the two bedroom and I'm going to decide. Nice. Congratulations. Yay. Because here's the thing. I was never supposed to start in November. (laughs) January was the month that the universe said, because you had asked me, so when do you think you want to start? And I said, all of a sudden January popped in my head. So I went January. Yeah. So I'm not supposed to start till January. Whatever that looks like, yeah, I don't know. No. The universe says January, so that could be getting a place in January. That could be starting to see clients in January. Who knows? January's it. That's the magic of month. That's going to be the magic month. 
and uh and this episode will air uh just before january so we'll we'll we will we will film and do a recording of once you got the place your next recording will be like once you have a place and the you know construction and the building of the dungeon will be our next episode that we you know uh invite the audience to your journey of the adventures of a new pro dominatrix pro dominatrix um so <laughs> thank you for sharing and you know sharing this journey with our audience because you know it's it's a different journey right you, you know the audience you know hears about my crazy life all the time and you know when me and mistress cherry are talking you know we're you know all we, we we've been in the trenches for a while right so <laughs> we come from a very different place and i think it's really beautiful to showcase the journey that you've been on as a as an as an an inspiration of whether you choose to change your career become a pro and be a pro dom and you know change your life that way or even just as an inspiration for changing your life to fit who you truly are you know and making radical changes to embody who you're to your truth you know often we live in a world where we are not we, we do what we're supposed to do and we end up in our we end up in our lives instead of the life that is meant for us to be and who we are so i hope the audience even if you're like just you know curious and being a little voyeur and <laughs> that's fine so am i that's right it's fine it's all good um or that even even just the journey that of madame k as an inspiration for having the courage to make difference changes in your life, whether yeah, that's work, relationships, whatever, whatever. you have to, to bring the best version of yourself. Because I wasn't happy. No, that's why, that's I, why I made the change. Yeah. That's why I made the change because I was not happy. Um, really, the only happiness that I ever found in any job that I have was a personal trainer. <laughs> Or you get to yell at and people. I mentioned this. And you get to yell yes, at people. I get to yell hurt. at people <laughs> and make them hurt because that they signed a waiver, which yes, is a consent form story. that I'm allowed to do that. Exactly. Um, so that spoke to my inner status, which was yeah. great. And um, but there was like that piece missing, right? So this life, this new career that I've chosen. Um, is just something that I needed to do to not feel like a puppet, basically, like a marionette in my life. Um, and I cut the strings. So this, my journey can translate into your life in many different ways. Yeah. If you're in a relationship that's not working for you. Yeah. Change it. You don't need to be there. No. Nope. If there's a family member in your life that is toxic, Get rid of them. Change it. Change they don't need to be there. there. Yep. Exactly. There is no laws or rules written down anywhere that you have to be miserable. Exactly. You don't have to be. You can have a happy life. We only get one life. That's right. So, so let's live it happily. Yep. Safely. Yep. Sexually. <laughs> And consensually. Eventually, <laughs> and consensually, and ethically as we possibly can. 
And let the naysayers be the naysayers. Let the negative people be the negative people. It's not you. Be true to you. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, the only person that you have to be accountable to is you. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, the only person you need to answer to is you. Yes. So be kind to you. And what is you that really wants to come out? Let that come out. That's beautiful. And you have people behind you to support you in that. So you have myself and you have Empress Gaia. If you're, if you don't want to become a pro, that's fine, but we can help you change your life in a positive way in other aspects of your life. Yes, absolutely. And talking about that, you know, what would really help change your life? Come to vacation with us. Yes. <laughs> Come to Costa Rica. We're going to Costa Rica in February, 2023 uh, for a kinky jungle ocean vacation. We are so excited and it's going to be an, a trip of a lifetime. You don't want to miss out. So reach out, reach out to either one of us. You can reach yep. out uh, in the show notes will be a link, but you can, uh, if you can't find the link, you can always go to my website empressgaia.com and you will find it's it's you'll you'll see a tab that says kinky vacations (laughs) (laughs) so thank you thank you madame k for being here thank you for sharing your journey with us and we love and adore you and thank you audience for being fabulous and stay tuned to the next saga of madame k's adventure And don't forget to listen to all the previous episodes, Madame K, and get caught up on your My Orgasmic Life episodes because there's lots of them. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Well, I hope today's episode inspired you, encouraged you, and of course, made you feel tingly inside. I just want to take a moment to tell you how much I appreciate the time that you spend and how I really deeply appreciate you listening. I do it for you guys, the audience, and I love and adore you guys. So quick loving reminder, I am not available for naked pictures, getting married, having sex, or having anybody's babies. And when you want to spend more time with me in a professional capacity as your coach, your teacher, your educator, your facilitator... Um, you can reach me at GaiaMorissette.com. That's the gateway to all things Gaia. I also lovingly invite you to follow me on Instagram, which the handle is My Orgasmic Life Podcast, where you can leave feedback and comments. Also come join me on Facebook at My Orgasmic Life Podcast Facebook group. And I really want to hear from you. I want to know how this show affected you. Did you, what did you learn? Was it inspirational? Did you agree? Do you disagree? Um, You know, I want, I want to know because I'm a little bit of a voyeur. So I want to know what, how am I affecting you? (laughs) So please, please, please come leave some comments. Now, if you're like, but I don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking, which is okay. Sometimes we need privacy and we need to be anonymous. So you would like that option. We have that. You can email my slutty assistant 
Layla at GaiaMorissette.com. Okay, listeners, until next time, may your life be filled with sexy exploration and orgasmic pleasure. Bye-bye.